Just to be clear, this is my opinion on what's going on in music. Please do not be offended with episode four of the Aces High podcast. Let's get into it. Another beautiful, beautiful day. Mm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Ace Side Podcast, episode four. Um, I'm your host, Smoking Aces. For all my returning listeners, thank you very much. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you. Um, apparently, I haven't turned you off as of yet, so... That's a good thing, man. We four in still early, but beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, keeping it consistent and keeping it rolling. Um, to any new listeners out there, thank you for joining. Hope you stick around. Hope you enjoy what we're talking about. Hope you enjoy the topics. Hope everybody is doing well out here in the world. A lot going on, as always. Hope that everybody is staying encouraged, staying focused on the goals not too down from a lot of stuff that's going on shoot what has been going on man outside of the usual outside of the normal which i mean normal is operative word here but you know outside of what has regularly been happening the same old basic stuff man you know dealing with the election dealing with the well, the upcoming election, uh, that seems to be the task on everybody's mind right now. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna divert a little bit, man. We just gonna talk some music stuff because that's um what I do. For those who don't know, bass player, producer, composer. Hopefully soon, scoring some movies. Um, so the music is the root, man. The music is the root of everything that has sort of sprung all this into existence, you know, from, from the jump music has always been sort of my driving factor. Um, the thing that I love the most, the thing that I did to not only, um, you know, obviously try to build a career out of it, but also just because I love to create music always spoke to me as a, uh, as a kid, you know, I remember those days of cracking open that CD and, and, and pulling out that booklet, um, got in trouble with my mother quite a few times, uh, for taking her CDs and then, you know, taking the booklets and the booklets that end up in my room. And she's like, where's my booklet to my CD? And, plenty of times just had CDs with missing covers and stuff um, because I was just so intrigued by it at a young age and just always wanted to get more information. Um, always kept, kept Walkman, then the Discman, um, then the MP3, then the iPod. I'm definitely dating myself right now, but it's all good. And 
you know, seeing all the different twists and turns, a lot of not just the music business and how we consume music, but also in the music itself, which anybody over time is going to be able to tell you that you're going to be able to see these shifts and changes. And how do I feel about music now? How do I feel about the sound music now? That is an interesting question. It's a loaded question. Obviously, I think there's a lot of incredibly talented artists that are out here right now that have been doing incredible work, putting out dope singles and some dope albums. Gorillaz just dropped an, another new dope-ass album. So, you know, definitely feeling feeling those and i mean obviously there are plenty other artists that i'm digging you know you have a long list of some artists that have been doing it and that are putting out quality material but there is something that i'm definitely noticing as i normally am sitting on my social media checking out and um it's friday Friday is always new music day, new music day. So you get the influx of all these albums and projects and singles and everything that is coming out. And obviously what I like to do is I like to go through some, check them out, get a feel for them. Gorillaz was the first one I, I had to check out. It's like one of my favorite groups, so... That was like the first one I had to check out, but I had a chance to check out a lot of other different projects and singles and some of the songs that were out. And one thing that just kept eating at me, eating at me before I even started digging into what people were saying about the songs. One thing that was eating at me, it was just, it just felt like nothing really latched on to me. Nothing really made an impression. Nothing really stuck out. Now, of course, you can always base this with age. With age, as you get older, you know, your parents got older and the new music that came out just didn't hit them the same way. And their parents before them and, you know, I'm a parent now. I'm, I'm an old head, quote unquote. Definitely by, you know certain standards and i can admit that it's probably a difference in my age that has made me be less receptive to a lot of the music that's coming out but i will also say that they're definitely as a person but i will also say there is a noticeable difference in my opinion don't be offended in the quality of the music that has been coming out over the last couple years so a lot of emphasis on what we call the bops or the vibes and that word has been something that has started to lose a lot of meaning and a lot of actual impact to me. If anything, if I sort of see that used as a description of a song, 
like, hey, this is a vibe or that was a bop or it almost automatically turns me off. Reason why is because it doesn't, when I think of a vibe or something like that, I'm thinking of something musically that you can sort of put on and just sort of rock with maybe good background music, good music sort of vibe, you know, just, just chill out to do your little things to, which is good. I mean, it definitely has its place, but a lot of times when we're talking about a lot of these songs that come out and we get the terms like this is a vibe, what it really says to me is there's not much of substance to it. And I listen to music with a bit of a different ear. I was very fortunate to grow up not only in a household that listened to some of the greatest music, most awesome music from past times. So I grew up listening to the Earth, Wind & Fires and the Marvin Gaye and the Sade and the Luther Vandross, classic Madonna, classic dance music. I grew up listening to all these things. And then obviously I was raised in the nineties and the nineties, even though people may combat this and while there was a lot of trash that came out in the nineties, so let's clear that up. There was a lot of horrible ass music that came out in the nineties and the early two thousands, but there was a lot of top tier classic music to music that to this very day we're still listening to still going back to still repurposing and it had a different feeling to it there was a different care there was a different care to the actual sound of the music there was a different care taken to how well you produced the record, how well the singer was on the record, what the performance was like, what the attitude was like, everybody being different and unique, everybody trying to have different sounds from the rock stars to the R&B singers to the hip hop stars. There was an emphasis on not trying to sound like somebody else. There was an emphasis on trying to be a true artist and to create a, if not an incredible body of work in an album, to create the most iconic and catchy singles and songs that you possibly could. There were standards. And I know we always harp on the negatives of people like the quote unquote gatekeepers, but those gatekeepers made sure that the quality of music stayed at a high, stayed at a relatively high level. Again, not saying that there wasn't horrible music or formulaic shit that came out that just sounded like whatever, but there was a barrier of entry that kept 
a lot of the bullshit, the demo shit, the people that were just fucking around with music because it was something they could do. It kept them out and you only were able to have people who were serious to an extent about the craft. You had to have people who cared about writing songs with catchy hooks, catchy beats, catchy melodies, and all these different things. You had to have that. You had to reach a certain level before you sort of got that shot. And I feel like now I'm sort of at a crossroads with this because on one hand, I absolutely benefit from the fact that the accessibility of music is far greater that I'm able to go from my computer recording, making the beats, putting them out, releasing them myself, doing the artwork that I'm able to take full control and put this music out. These may be opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise. So on one end, I have the respect for that. I have to respect the fact that it opens up so many doors for so many people to be able to come out and be creative and release their music and let, let the world hear it with the click of a button. At the same time, it also leaves you with a lot of bullshit on your table it leaves you with a mentality from a lot of artists that I have to drop as much music as possible, as opposed to dropping the best music possible. And what that has led to is it has led to a lot of this quote unquote vibe music. And I use vibe music as sort of a pre sort of a replacement for what I can, I would consider a lot of forgettable, boring, formulaic, emotionless music. That sounds harsh, but at the same time, there is a certain level of connection that I expect when I hear certain songs. So when I'm hearing people speak about a song and the first response seems to be like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's a vibe or that's this or that's that. That's, that's cool. That's all. Oh, it was good. And it seems like over and over again, we're settling for like, oh, it's good. It's good. And then I was listening to uh, the Joe Button podcast. Shout out to them inspirations and I was listening to them and I was listening to Maul talk about a recent album and he was saying sort of like I don't listen to it with these old ears I don't listen to it with my old ears um I don't come out expecting to hear like a classic or to hear greatness just give me basically good music. And I got a little, my heart, my heart gave out just a little bit. I was like, damn, is that where we're at right now? We're at the point now where people don't even expect 
great music. They just expect something that's cool, that has a couple of records on it that they can fuck with for the time being and then move on to the next thing. And it's in complete contrast to how I grew up and what the standards were then, particularly when we talk about the top tier quote unquote artists of a generation, there were a lot of artists that I saw that dropped records. Um, uh, using an example that's very close to my heart, my favorite MC, Jay-Z. I remember when volume one came out. I remember when volume three came out. I remember when certain of his albums came out. And to me, they were really good albums. They were great albums. You know, volume one is probably one of my favorite albums by him. And I remember the hell that he got for that album. People said it was whack. People said he sold out. People said it wasn't it. People said it wasn't as great as the first joint. People said, you know, people completely at first didn't really accept that album. And it took years and years and years for people to really fully appreciate that, that album. Um, why? Because there were a couple of bad records on it. There were a couple of records that didn't necessarily connect but if you look at the full body of work there's like six seven classic records on that album and it made me think of how much different we talk about these albums right now because we're so caught up in man i don't need great lyrics or i don't need you to be the greatest singer or I don't even need the greatest production. Just give me a cool little voice with a cool little beat and a cool little vibe. And that's all I need. And it's gotten to a point where it's like, are we putting, are you putting the time into the music? Are we putting the actual effort into crafting the best music that we can, or are we just creating background music? Because I'm listening to some of these albums and, you know, people are telling me these are great albums. These are dope albums for the time, for, for, for today. And you're talking about an album of 20 songs. Number one, the amount of songs is just fucking ridiculous. The amount of music that is going on these albums is just insane for the type of music, for the sound to be so similar to do that much music. Like back in the day when you were doing an album that extensive, if anything, you were probably getting killed for going too far off the rails. You were probably getting killed for like, yo, man, this dude's doing like 20 different sounds on this album. He could have cut this, and, you know, cut this down. But the, the, the argument is always, well, they could have cut this down to 15 songs. 15 of these songs took these off and made a great album. But even back in the day when you got those large albums, it was a large album where it was like all these different songs and different styles and 
this person was creating this body of work and was like, all of this has to go on here right now. Whereas with, I feel now with a lot of the music, the name of the game is to put 22 relatively similar songs on an album and hope that people just continue vibing out to it. In essence, just running it on while they're vacuuming the floor or, you know, doing anything else in the world. Let me just run this album through. It sounds samey enough where I can just keep it rolling. And I build my streams up because I have 26 songs on the album. It's sort of a, it, 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 it has become a thing where it's like we're creating and maybe we can blame Drake for this with the more life situation. We're creating playlists. Artists are creating playlists. We're not creating bodies of work. We're not creating albums. You're creating a playlist of these random songs and throwing them on something and saying, hey, this is an album or project or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, when I'm looking at so many artists, both established artists and looking at up and coming artists who are putting together bodies of work, taking their time with it, putting together a body of work that has some sort of flow that has some sort of, 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 of concept and, and trying to go for something that's going to have some sort of impact. Um, but too many are just falling into this Let's throw as many samey sounding songs on one thing at a time, run the streams up and we'll be all good. And it's really whack. It's really led to a lot of music because then you get to a point where people are just recording crazy songs to have a huge album so they can release a lot of shit, throw a bunch of, you know, throw paint at a wall and see what sticks. See what looks good. Hope that one of them lands. You know, it's like you're 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 flailing in the ring, hoping that a punch lands, hoping that you get the knockout. Um, but what it has led to is that it has led to a lot of albums that have no real concept or connection to them. It has led to a lot of songs that are sort of riding the waves of what's going on right now riding the waves of the sounds and the topics and you know of what's happening what's going on right now in music and it has led to stuff that doesn't stick to your ribs it does not hold up past a week past that initial week when it comes out and everybody's talking about it and everybody's excited about it. Um, the fans are excited about it. And then all of a sudden, nobody's talking about the album no more. And you could, and I'm talking about from the biggest artists that we see out, you know, I've seen a couple of Drake joints drop this year and I will be the first to tell you, I am not a huge fan of it, but I saw the initial response to these songs. Everybody was going crazy. It was getting streaming numbers. It went number one. Everybody was talking about, yo, this is the vibe. This is the bop. And then 
nobody's talking about any of these songs and it's like where is the conversation on these songs when you used to have a hit if i could say one thing about a song like old town road when that became a hit they rolled that joint as a hit all year long like that hit rolled all year long the Lizzo songs rolled all year long. There are certain songs that will roll all year long or at least for a good couple of months. But because we have such an influx of music coming out, you know, obviously people switch on to the next thing a lot quicker. But I think it even goes deeper than that because I think it goes deeper than just the fact that, oh, well, you know, because that's the standard argument oh well the reason why music's not consumed the same way is because uh you just got album after album after single after single coming out every friday and it's just so much music for people to but that sort of doesn't hold weight seeing as how that's been the case for quite a while sometimes and you still manage to have people like uh you know kendrick lamar come out and have the damn album dominate a conversation for the majority of a year or Cole come out with an album and it manages to do things or Anderson Pack that, you know, come out with an album and it is being talked about or, you know, Ariana Grande can come out with an album and it's being talked about or SZA can come out with an album and it's being talked about. And these are albums that live on throughout the year or, you know, Cardi drops a Bodak Yellow you know that year she drops that and it becomes the talk of the town in it and it dominates because it is a song that just resonated on a different level than everything else that came out so you know it goes and, and, and if you look at a lot of these artists or a lot of these songs they're songs that have you know like with Lizzo and, and Truth Hurts or when with Cardi and Bodak Yellow these are songs that were out for a long time you know, that finally gained traction really, but they were slowly sort of just worked and worked and worked until they blew up to the point where they were at. Um, people like SZA, um, people like Kendrick, obviously we still waiting on the next SZA and Kendrick album. Um, but I mean, using them as an example, they're artists that take have taken a considerable amount of time to craft the project you're crafting the project you're taking your time you're sitting down with people you know how many songs get thrown out how many songs get left to the side how many songs get reworked and re you know retooled over the course of the three years that it takes it might drive us crazy as fans but we're always gifted with great music at the end and i think you know it's no coincidence it's no coincidence that these songs these albums were a little bit more slow cooked than a lot of the stuff where it just seems like, Hey, I'm just going to keep hitting y'all with this, hitting y'all with music as much as possible to, to make sure I stay in the public light and I, I keep, I stay popping and, you know, I keep my sound out there and I keep streams up and, and it's just like, well, yeah cool it'll stream for a while and then it just sort of like dies the fuck out um nothing's nothing's really inspiring there's 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 nothing 
that's coming out that's really making me say like man this is great music and i feel like it's fucked up for us as fans to sort of have to lower our standards to not expect great music from artists we consider great or artists that are being toted as great if an artist is being toted as great then they should be giving you great music there were a lot of good artists back in the day guess what we recognize them as good artists whether you sold or you didn't it would be like okay he's good this guy's good he makes good record makes good album um he made a good single you know no he's not lighting the world on fire but it's good music it's cool music um if it was bad it was bad it wasn't no oh it's bad and then you had a, a million people to just wait and for you to say it's bad to tell you that you're hating on it like oh no you're hating well no it's it's fucking bad like it's just bad like it could just be a bad record um and back in the day yeah of course uh look none of this shit is new so of course there were people who said you're a hater or you're not showing proper respect to this person but then there was a more general consistent of hey you could just be like this shit is bad I feel like this is bad. Even if it's sold records. Now what happens is if a song streams well, or if an artist streams well, if you say they're bad, you're a hater by default, as opposed to just saying, Hey, look, this artist can make a song that can translate to sales, or this artist make a song that can translate to streams, but it doesn't necessarily equate to making the best possible music. You may have just had a viral hit or said the right thing at the right time or released, you know, release a song on the right day, you know, or just put the right video to it. And that made the world of difference. That made a total difference. It, it, it's not necessarily saying anything to say that, oh, my, you know, this, this song did this or did this number or that number. Because people will listen to a song out of the curiosity. You know, when Bad Baby came out, and I remember telling my wife this. I'm sitting here, and I'm telling her about the Bad Baby, and I'm like, man, y'all gonna listen to that girl trying to clown or trying to say this, and she's gonna end up blowing up, fuck around and get a deal somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, that's what ended up happening. Why? Because these labels and these people don't really care if people are leaving a negative comment or people are saying that this is the greatest song, they're just like, what do the numbers tell us? The number tells us that she can draw numbers. So we're going to continue putting out music from her. And so she can no longer draw numbers because that's all we care about is that number. So if she's drawing 50 million streams, even if it's hate streams, even if it's curiosity streams, yo it counts we're gonna roll with it um and then the artist gets certified and then everybody validates it through the streaming numbers or the certifications or whatnot meanwhile a lot of these artists that are really out here doing great music no they ain't getting all these crazy numbers and doing all these crazy amounts of streams but they're creating incredible music a guy like lucky day or a young lady like snow allegra they might not be a person who's going to do a billion streams, you know, but they may be a person 
who is going to do incredible music, music that we will be talking about later. You know, there are people that sold more than D'Angelo. There, there are albums that sold more than Voodoo. There are very few albums that are spoken about as much as Voodoo. There's a difference. And I think we need to get back to, I mean, even with the singles, I ran through a couple of singles from some R&B artists and it seemed like everybody had the same vibe. Everybody had the same pocket, same beat, same inflections. Everybody, the topic was the same. It, it didn't seem like it had any energy to it. It didn't seem like it had any emotion to it, any grit, any realness to it. It just seemed like, hey, look, I got cool beat. I can do a little something about being toxic and messing around with these dudes and blah, blah, blah. And bam, I got a song. And hook might be cool. And that's it. And I'm going to give you an album. I'm going to give you 12 songs exactly like that. Like, there are definitely girls that kill that pocket that have owned that pocket of that sort of like that sort of vibe that sort of of a sort of smoky chilled out r&b chick vibe there are plenty of female artists who kill that pocket a kelani kills that pocket you know a janae kills that pocket that's her that's their pocket they kill it and they do it well um, but then there are a lot of these sort of copycat girls that it's like copy and paste, copy and paste. And because again, all is it, all it is is about the number somebody hears, you know, you just, you just hope that it streams enough where it just gives you a chance to do another. But the problem is, is when you're doing another, if you're just basing it off of what these girls have already mapped, sort of the sound that they've mastered, the sound that they help pioneer, the sound that they do well, and you're just aping their shit and just rehashing it, rehashing it. One, you end up diminishing the originators of that sound. You end up diminishing what they do. And at the same time, you also now have to do something else. You have to figure out something else for the next one. Or you can keep serving the same leftovers. But eventually people, you know, even Thanksgiving, people get tired of eating the turkey. People get tired of eating the Thanksgiving turkey. Like You got about two days of leftovers. And then people's like, man, I don't, I don't even want to see no mac and cheese. I don't want to see no green. I don't want to see nothing. I don't care how much food is. Man, we just going to have to call it a day with this. Because people get tired of just getting fed the same shit. And I feel like that's the point where I'm at. And I feel like that's the point where a lot of us are at. That's why a lot of people, I feel like, will latch on to a song because it's new and it's hot. And it's like, oh, so-and-so it's maybe somebody that you like. And they're like, oh, new song's out. We're going to go check it out. And then you check it out. And it's like, oh, it's cool. And then you throw it away. You forget about it. We need to get back to a time where at the very least, man, shit, you, 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 if it was your favorite artist, 
or if it was some of your favorite artists or some of the biggest artists, at least the song was ubiquitous and it was out there and it was being heard and it was like you wanted to hear it. But those songs are becoming far and far less. You're getting far more songs and albums where it's like, man, I put out this album and we built up all this buzz and we did all the videos and it, set, it streamed XYZ and it went number one. And then no, like when I say nobody's talking about it, literally nobody's talking about the album after week one. Where if we're making albums and we're making music for a one week cycle, then what the fuck are we doing? Like it, it's a complete waste of time. It's a complete waste of energy. Um, it's a complete disrespect to the fans because you have the you have to respect the fans more to expect them to want more. And the fans have to want more. Us as music fans, I am a music creator, but I'm a fan first. And as music creators. We have to expect more. We gotta want more. We gotta want our artists to make great music. So when I look at an artist, I'm like, I expect you to make great music. Like my favorite artist, I, I want you to make great music, not cool music, not all right music, not vibey music. Oh, it's cool, it's, yo, throw it in the background. Like, no, I wanna hear something that I'm going to want to play next year or the year after that because that's what i grown up expecting because when uh, when you tell me an artist is great when i think of greatness i think of mariah carey janet jackson i think of jay-z i think of kanye west i think of kendrick lamar i think of drake i think of stevie wonders i think of marvin gaze i think of the doors i think of the gorillas i think of a large amount of these different types of artists, the Madonnas, um, Whitney Houston's that make when I, when, when I'm thinking great, that's what I'm thinking when I'm thinking a great artist or when I'm thinking all time artists, I'm not thinking of these artists that motherfuckers is toting out here as great. That if I said, yo, name their best album, you couldn't tell me. If I said name five songs, some of y'all couldn't even tell me. Are you really listening to these songs right now? Or was it like cool and it was like the bop and the vibe when it came out and you just sort of forgot about it and, you know, okay, whatever. Like, like I, I, I need to be shown great before I start marking some of these artists as great. And there are a lot of artists that I wouldn't even necessarily mark as good right now. Um, but definitely great. When we're talking about greatness, we know what greatness looks like. We know what greatness looks like. We know what a classic album looks like because we've seen it. We know what classic albums are. We know what people, a person and an artist who took the time to really craft their work looks like. So I can tell what it looks like when they don't. And I can tell what it looks like when people don't receive it as such. When people are cool and are falling into the, the hype beast and the falling into the, the, the whole thing of, oh, it's somebody that's hot right now. So if I go on Twitter and Instagram and say the song's whack, 
oh man it might not you know that might not go over well they might think i'm a hater so let me say oh it's cool or it's uh it's all right or oh it's okay and then i just never listen to it again it becomes a thing where it's just like is that where music has gotten to is that what we have relegated it to to the point where it's just like it it, it might as well be uh, uh you know it's fast food it's fast food there's no more home cooking it's fast food yo man i'm gonna wrap this burger in this paper wrap throw it to you you're gonna eat it you're gonna be like it's cool and then you're gonna keep it moving and you're not gonna even think about it but when you get a good meal you remember the meal you'd be like man remember when you made that remember when you made that curry chicken remember when you made that jerk remember when you made the pork chop oh man bro like like you remember a great meal and it's the same thing with the music right now we're getting a lot of the fast food but i want some some of those memorable great meal music i want that um and hopefully we get some i mean i i i'm very optimistic because the artists are there because there's a there are plenty of artists that are incredible that really do care about the artistry and you can tell that are coming up that are you know here already but maybe maybe they're in you know they're in the incubation stage they're putting everything together um so i have plenty of faith that artists will be able to really that we're still gonna have great music but I just hope it doesn't get too drowned out from a lot of the, the bullshit and the noise. Um, and I hope that us as listeners, we we build our standards back up to wanting to hear great music. Um, so with that said, this has been another episode of the Ace Side Podcast. Um, definitely tune in next week. If you have it, please subscribe. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Stitcher, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts. Again, subscribe. It's the Aces High Podcast. Aces High is one word. And follow me at Aces High Pod or at Smoking Aces 85. Little tongue tie here um, on Instagram. Thank y'all for joining me. And I will catch y'all next week.